morning, everybody, and welcome into That Movie Show, presented by Showcase Cinemas, right here on North Shore 104.9. Mike Went and Eddie McKay bringing you through another Saturday morning talking about the movies. Eddie, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine, and it's a great day for movies. Glorious day, isn't it? It always is. Glorious. You can follow us on social media at Mike Went at the Eddie McCabe and hashtag that movie show because we also do a deep dive podcast version where we review movies on that movie show dot net and you can suggest movies for us to review. For example, this past week we did Ready or Not, which was released in August and it was recommended by Eddie who watched it on a flight home from Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep, that is exactly what happened. Not exactly how social media works, but it's how this show works. Yeah, it's how this show works. If you got an idea, just send it to us. There's somebody that absolutely loves this show so much, constantly asking what the next movie is going to be. I'm oh. waiting for them to just start suggesting movies. I hope he, well, he does occasionally, but yes. we've already done most of them. <laughs> That's true. That so is he's true. a new fan, which we appreciate, but you got to go back into our catalog. That's why that movie show.net is very important. You can go in the archives, check out all the shows we reviewed. And of course, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash that movie show TV. Uh, big, uh, big ish news week. Uh, one big story, of course, the Oscar right. nominations, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, but a big trailer dropped. Morbius. Yeah, so this was a little bit of a surprise one. It's part of the Sony Spider-Man universe, right? So it's in a little bit more of a hybrid, which I'm very on board with, because the big thing that makes this movie, oh my god, this movie looks good, uh, is that it's in association with Marvel. So they're going to be working more closely with Marvel on this one. Now, was, was Venom associated with Marvel? No, it was not. Okay, go on. It was not. So that's been the big thing. So I'm not 100% sure on the details when it comes to the Spider-Man stuff as opposed to Marvel Studios and Sony. But from what I understand, it is... What are the rules? (laughs) Yeah, right. From what I understand, in order for Sony to keep the license to the Spider-Man character, the film rights to him, Mm -hmm. they need to make X amount of... Like, they have to make a movie every so many years. If they don't... Like, literally every year. Right, and that's why. I, I, so, I understood that because the Fantastic Four was the big example of that. Yeah. You know, Fox would have to make – that's why they kept terribly rebooting the franchise every 10 years or so because they had to keep the, the, the properties. Right, right. Yeah. and so that's why we went from Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield, and then they weren't going to do anything because those movies bombed. Right. And, then, and so then Marvel comes along and goes, hey – we want to do Spider-Man. He's not, you don't have a lot going on with him. So you let's partner. stink. <laughs> yeah. You let's be stink. honest. You're terrible. Look, and so let us play in your sandbox and you reap the benefits. Right. And so they did the first Spider-Man movie homecoming. Mm-hmm. He was a part of the MCU in yep. uh, civil war and infinity war and Endgame, And then they uh, did venom on their own. And Marvel Studios had a hand in home in the far from home. Yep. But there was that was the whole issue when we had talked about it on this show where it's like, oh, we we can make a billion dollars. You did all the groundwork and we're just going to reap the benefits of it. And all the, the fans just revolted, which is good, because if Sony had just did it on their own, it'd be terrible. 
you know, well, having it, was, it was a it Paul. was a weird argument because uh, I, I remember when when this all happened. It was, it was actually wasn't it around Comic Con uh, last year. And, uh, D23. And D23. That's right. And it was like, yeah, because Marvel basically was doing all the work. Marvel Studios, that is the right. Disney owned Marvel Studios was doing all the work. But Sony was getting all the financial benefits of it. They were they were getting all the box office. So correct. And then all of a sudden it was like Sony was like, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna take your Spider Man and do our own thing. And Marvel was like, you know what? No. Yeah, right. We've made no. you a couple billion dollar movies. You're gonna you're gonna play a little longer in our sandbox. And we and yeah. we eventually they did come to the table and eventually they did come to an agreement and we are gonna have another Spider Man movie within the MCU. But as you said, this trailer now makes it a little uh muddled muddled yeah you know? first of all uh as, as a non-comic book fan as, and i'm sure that there's many out there who never read the comic books right explain morbius because he looks like blade so it kind of uh, like that's gonna blade. be that's basically gonna kind of be it right like that's gonna be the easiest one-to-one comparison he is a vampire vampire hunter anti-hero kind of in the same way as venom Mm -hmm. right so venom is a bad guy but a good guy sometimes but he doesn't like spider-man but he kind of helps him sometimes you know that like moral gray area and so it was kind of you know morbius kind of is he a daywalker I I don't think so. I don't believe so. So he's a he's a legit vampire. Yeah, he's like okay. a real vampire vampire. And okay. so I like I think he was kind of created back when there was a little bit more separation, right? Like superheroes came together in like really really big stuff, not in the way that we see it now. So like Blade wasn't really a person in the Marvel universe, like he wouldn't interact with Spider-Man when Morbius was created. Okay. Uh, you know, I think that this movie looks really, really good. It's going to be really interesting. The first trailer looks awesome. And and it's one of those things. It's, it's kind of funny. A lot of the comments were, okay, so Jer- Jared Leto dipped his toe in comic books with, you know, suicide squad. Now he's actually making his real comic book movie because nobody, yeah. I, I know you liked it. I wasn't happy with it. And from what I've read, a lot of people weren't happy with his interpretation of Joker. Yeah. But I'm all in. Like, th- this this trailer looked awesome even before the big punctuation at the end. Yeah, right, of course. And, and it's going to be interesting because uh, it's in the MCU, but it's in this Spider-Man universe. And Sony has, you know, a hard-on for making sure that they get their Sinister Six movie where it's like basic. I don't know what that so, is. So Sinister Six is a bunch of Spider-Man villains that all team up to take down Spider-Man. So there's so six. So it's basically the Spider-Man Suicide Squad. It's basically Spider-Man Suicide Squad. So they okay. all come together. They all come together to take down Spider-Man. And okay. it's just like, okay, cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you, you know, but that's the that's the thing that like sony and their executives are like yeah we it, need it we need to do this and it's just like okay the six so it depends on which incarnation you're talking about but usually it's dr well, octopus well, well, let's be honest we, we, we have morbius and vulture in the trailer yeah so venom probably then most likely mysterio 
and Dr. Octopus. That would be that's probably dead. Yeah, yeah, well, he's been dead before in the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Um but that that actually brings on uh, one of the cool little easter eggs in the trailer is there's a moment where Jared Leto is walking past a wall that has an illustration of Spider-Man and then spray painted across it says murderer. So that's one of the keys that it's actually part of this MCU Spider-Man because at the end of Spider-Man, of course, if you watched our review on that movie show.net of Spider-Man Far From Home, you would know that it was revealed that, you know, Mysterio framed Peter Parker as a murderer. Right. However, the eagle-eyed folks looking for these Easter eggs would notice the illustration is actually more like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, you never know, but I doubt um I it's in a jo- in conjunction with Marvel Studios um the big punctuation of vulture at the end. Uh it's definitely MCU related. Well, I'm not saying they're going to bring Tobey Maguire back, but you know, multiverse. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, but yes, it was one of those things and, and I even posted to our Facebook page, uh facebook.com/thatmovieshowtv. Uh, watching the trailer, I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I like it. I'm all in. I'm all in. And then all of a sudden, they slam the credits, Morbius, come back for the big punctuation, the few seconds, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yes. Michael Keaton. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, man. All right. in. All yeah. in. Well, and it just shows you that Marvel has a plan. Right, like Marvel has has a plan for these things, and, and hopefully Sony's listening. I would hope so. It's like, look, shut up and take your billion dollars. Yes, just shut up and take your billion dollars. We can make you a billion dollars every movie. Yeah, it just let us do our thing. Yeah, because <laughs> it it just it feels like it's just Sony just wants to take the reins because it's like, well, we didn't make it. And it's just like, yeah, because you made the two Andrew Garfield ones <laughs> and and jazz flute Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, you, Get out of here. You made the one bad Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, In right. history. Yeah, you did that. Get you ruined here. Sam Raimi. Get Tony. out of here. Tom Holland is a treasure. Really He's is. a global treasure, <laughs> and you need to get out of here. Uh, uh, before we get to Oscar nominations, of course, we got to thank Showcase Cinemas for su- for sponsoring that movie show right here on North Shore 104.9. You should subscribe to Showcase Subscribe, where you can see more movies a month for plans starting as low as eleven ninety five. You pick the best subscription plan for you. You can get an individual plan. You can get a group plan. You can gift a plan to those you love. You can get advanced ticket screenings. I've I've had my tickets for Bad Boys for Life for like two, three weeks. I know you don't like the title because it has a four in it and not a three, but whatever. I've, I'm going to go see the movie. I'm going to enjoy it. Mike Lowry with yeah. Showcase Subscribe. And uh, something cool that Showcase is doing tomorrow, actually, uh, January 19th, Sunday, it's National Popcorn Day. So if you're a member of Star Pass, which is their rewards program, you get a free popcorn with your movie ticket. So go to Showcase Cinemas tomorrow afternoon. I got to sign for that. Yeah. (laughs) I got got Showcase. So easy. So easy. So easy. Uh, You know, it's, it's one click and done. Star Pass, it's their rewards program. And yeah, members will get a free popcorn with a movie ticket tomorrow, January 19th, at Show 
briefcase cinemas. Eddie, you ready for Oscars? I am ready for the Oscars. It is Oscar season. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into some Oscars. Uh, let's. Uh, so we're going to do a full show when the Oscars run. Yes. Kind of like we do at the Golden Globes, where we where we did a full show, uh, not only on the radio, but also we jumped over to Facebook and wrapped up with a bit more extensive overview. Uh, right. But let's do let's do the for what lack of a better term, the main categories today. Uh, yeah, uh, let's yeah, we'll just do an, a brief overview. Get your whistles wet, if they if you will. I have to see some of the international features. Um, you know that that's why we're yeah. not going to cover. <laughs> I mean, I got Parasite, so uh, all in. All in on Parasite. Uh, original screenplay. Yes. Jumping right into it. 1917, Sam Mendes, Christy Wilson, uh, Karens, Knives Out, Ryan Johnson, Marriage Story, Noah Bombach. Uh, Bombach? Bombach? Yeah, Bombach? Uh, yeah, sure. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino, and Parasite, Bo Jong Ho, and Han Jin Wan. So, full disclosure, I have not actually seen 1917 yet or Parasite. Uh-huh. Um, so I do well, one of those go... you have. Yeah, one of those I have, and I have Showcase subscribed, so I will see 1917 at some point. You know what? I would say go this weekend to the Randolph Cinemas. They have an IMAX theater. It is sexy. Right. Um, so just based on what I know about all of these movies, I feel like it's between Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Parasite. Uh, you know, it feels like this is going to be one of those years, kind of like uh, what was the there was the the token foreign film last year, that Roma, Roma where it's like Roma s- cleaned up in all of the like minor awards, but then didn't make it for the the major ones. Right. You know, so I could see that Parasite doing the same or this is always the award that Quentin Tarantino wins. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm of the opinion that if Quentin Tarantino writes a screenplay, it's not only going to get nominated, it's going to win Best Original Screenplay. Yeah. That's, so, that's, that's what he does now. Yes. Even, even though this is the, and we mentioned it, uh, the Golden Globes, the least talky of the Tarantino scripts. Right. Like, I'm sure like there's a whole page that just has one sentence in the middle of the blank page saying, uh, Sharon Tate listens to the radio in a car. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. For five right. minutes. But you know what? It was shot beautifully. Right. So I think Tarantino on that one. Uh, adapted screenplay. The Irishman, Stephen Zelane. Jojo Rabbit, Taika Watiti, Joker, Todd Phillips, Scott Silver. Little Women, Greta Gerwig. The Two Popes, Anthony McCartan. Yeah, so my favorite movie of the year is Jojo Rabbit. And yes. so I'm pulling hard for this to win everything that it possibly can. I'm very excited to watch it this weekend. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be great. Um, you know, I can see the Irishman taking this one, um, but I just don't think that uh, Joker is going to necessarily pull this one out in this category. I don't uh, think it's a screen. I don't think it's a screenplay winner. Yeah. And then Little Women. I haven't seen it, but I don't imagine that it's going to be too different from the adaptation we've had before. So I think it's between Jojo Rabbit and the Irishman. No. And- I, I know you love Jojo Rabbit. I know, uh, it, as you just said, it's your favorite movie of the year. As far as writing, is yeah. it something you would be like, that's a award winner for screenplay? Yeah, I think it possibly could, just because there are there's a moment in Jojo Rabbit that had to have been written 
And in order to write that moment to get the emotional reaction, I would I would agree, I would have to say that it, okay. it hits. Well, for argument's sake, I'm going to say the Irishman. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Joker is a screenplay winner. And for some reason, I think Greta Gerwig has pissed off some awards people because. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's a bit too outspoken, but whatever. Right. It is what it, it is. What it is. Um, moving on to Best Director. Yes. Bo, jo- Bo Joon-ho for Parasite. Sam Mendes for 1917. Todd Phillips for Joker. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. And Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Stacked. Stacked yeah, this- category. This is tough because this is like these, this is a this is a group of five home run hitters right here. Yeah, it's crazy because they're all so different. Like yeah. at no point are any of these movies in the same Venn diagram, right? Right. right. And <laughs> and it's like, oh, so and they've been kind of splitting the awards too. Right. Uh, 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 Parasite won the Critics' Choice, I believe. Right. Uh, did Once Upon a Time win for Golden Globes? I think so. I think and so. Then, and then um, Sam Mendes might have won? For, uh, for, well, 1917 won Best Picture. It won Best Picture. Gold. I think it was like a third, or ha- or has a SAG, no, SAG's acting. But, yeah, SAG's but, uh, acting, and it hasn't, that it hasn't, hasn't happened, happened yet. yet. Okay, so, so, so well, the, the, the Critics' Choice Awards was weird, though. They had like 15 uh, categories. They really did. And I think ev- I think all five of these guys won awards for Best Director in, at the Critics' Choice just because they split them up just to give them all awards. Yeah, probably. That makes sense. Um, my guess is going to be it's either Tarantino or The Irishman. Uh, you look at... You the Irishman at- has been getting like knocked out of everything except for Best uh, Ensemble at the Critics' Choice. Right. So, yeah, but Which was I, a sad speech to listen to for Al Pacino trying to work his iPad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, it just it feels like this is the it, you know Scorsese is more of an Oscar guy as opposed to any of the other. You say that, ones. but he didn't win Best Director till it Departed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, but, it, it took a career to win an award. Tarantino is like you know he's been winning more writing than anything else, but. He's picked yeah. up a director for at least one of them, I think. Maybe Django. Mm, I don't. I don't remember which Have one. They've all won. been writing. They've all been writing. He's all. He's just one writing. Damn. So I think that this might be it. Everybody seems to love this movie, and so I think that this is the one. I'm going for Todd Phillips because I'm a fan of The Hangover. Okay. <laughs> also, to have him go he's from due. The Hangover, have him go from The Hangover to uh, <laughs> the Joker. From the Academy Award-winning director of The Hangover Part Two. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, jeez. Uh, best supporting actor: Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood; Al Pacino and Joe Pesci for The Irishman; Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Interesting. Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes. Uh, right off the bat, Tom Hanks is the lead in that movie. He's literally. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. He's Mr. Rogers in the Mr. Rogers biopic. So I'm almost like you're disqualified for cheating. Yes, I agree. Uh, This is like the Martian winning best comedy. No, you're cheating. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to win. So that's that. No, uh, (laughs) I I do. I like that Brad Pitt won for the Golden Globe for this. Great speech, by the way. 
And so I do think that he has a real shot at this. I thought Kane and a Titanic reference in one award speech. Good for you, Brad Pitt. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I think Brad Pitt's got a shot to win this. And then I think Joe Pesci deserves consideration for this and might get it just because he like came out of retirement for this. Here's the thing. I would love Joe Pesci to win this. I, first of all, I thought he was the best part of the Irishman. Yes. Uh, and yet, like you said, he did come out of retirement for this, and he came out of retirement and hit a home run. Uh, my only thing is he hasn't shown up to any award shows. I don't know if he's in bad health, but if Joe Pesci wins, I want a Joe Pesci, Pesci acceptance speech. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to see you know Margot Robbie up there being like, "I accept on behalf of Joe Pesci." Thank you. I don't care about that. That's great. I just want him to win. I, uh, but I do. I want, I want, I want the full experience of a Joe Pesci win. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if it's not Pesci, it's Brad Pitt in my opinion. Right. Because Tom Hanks is disqualified. And even though Tom Hanks only does movies now to get awards. So yeah, that's all (laughs) I want bachelor party too. Damn it. (laughs) Me too. I think, I think we should do that one. We should, we should, we should pitch that one. Absolutely. Bachelor Party to Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. <laughs> the donkey show continues. <laughs> uh, uh, actress in a supporting role. Speaking of... No, no, not... <laughs> oh, man. This is a Saturday morning show. There are kids with bowls of cereal. <laughs> Listening. The Tijuana boys are talking about the best supporting actress role. <laughs> Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bob Show. Oh, and of course, Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell. Yeah, uh, I would go. I loved Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit. That's who I'm pulling for. That's who I hope wins, uh, just because I love that movie so much. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, the Lord uh, probably be the closest competitor for that, um, but none of these have really. Who, who's been? I think has it been Aquafina that's been winning the awards at the other ones. Yeah, and and, and she because she's she's one of the few snubs, and we'll get to the snubs at at, at the end. Uh, but she's one of the few that got quote unquote snubbed in this, um, right? Because she she won at definitely the Golden Globes. Uh, yeah, it had to have been. Uh, well, either that or the Critics' Choice, but yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, um, she's fantastic. Of course, uh, a lot of these movies that we're talking about you can see right now in the theater. Showcase subscribe. Go to showcasesubscribe.com. Sign up for your plan. See more movies a month for just eleven ninety five. You can get an individual plan. You can get a group plan. You can gift a plan. Get advanced tickets. Pick your seats. It is. The easiest app to use to go see movies. And it's always available. We've mentioned it before. When Avengers Endgame shut down every movie ticket site on the internet, Eddie and I both were texting, be like, Showcase Subscribe is up and running perfectly. We got both of us three showings in about 10 minutes. And everybody else is like, 
I've waited eight hours for one ticket. It's like, well, you didn't have Showcase Subscribe. You see, folks, it pays off in more ways than one. ShowcaseSubscribe.com. We want to thank Showcase Cinemas for sponsoring that movie show here on North Shore 1049. And as I mentioned earlier, tomorrow is National Popcorn Day. So go to Showcase Cinemas. If you're a Star Pass member, it's the rewards program, you get a free popcorn with your movie ticket delightful delightful best actor action actor in a motion I wish it was best action actor keanu reeves keanu reeves keanu reeves keanu reeves john wick one through three uh best actor Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Yeah, I think that Joaquin Phoenix just seems destined for this award, but man, I would love Leonardo DiCaprio to win this just because I loved the end of that movie. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that the uh, the western. Uh, yeah, he, he did. Yeah. He, with a little girl. Yeah, the the acting in this in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that Leonardo DiCaprio did, specifically in that scene, uh, where you're watching him, like it, it's very, it's a very weird meta scene that you're watching because it's filmed as if you're like the camera crew is filming the scene for the TV show, and then he breaks and asks somebody offline what his line, line is, is yeah. and it's. It shows you how good of an actor that he is because I'm so engrossed in everything that's happening in the speech that he's giving that when all of a sudden he goes, what's my line? It's just so jarring because it's just like, what? How did you? Oh, my God. That's right. I'm watching a movie about an actor, and this is the actor in that movie in that thing that I'm watching. Ah! (laughs) And there goes my head. And so – I think that that's fantastic. Again, I thought that Joaquin Phoenix was fine, but it annoys me that this is a Joker movie and he doesn't seem like the Joker at all. Yeah, he, you, you, you have you have personal problems with the movie Joker. I have personal problems with the movie just, Joker, yeah. You, you've read way too many comic books to, to I, be a I fan have. of this movie. Well, and again, it's just like, you know what? This movie, it, this movie would have been fine if it didn't have any Batman ties in it. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. I know. so, yeah, I know. that's that's my... Hit. It also would have been better with the original ending, which we talked about last week yes, on the show. Yes, it would have. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix has literally been cleaning up every award show so far, and I don't see why this is going to be any different. Uh, if I was going to pick someone else, yeah, it'd be Leonardo DiCaprio. I think I think he did a fantastic job. I thought the acting was superb in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, best actress. Uh, best actress. Cynthia, mm, Cynthia Erivo. Yeah, Erivo. Is that how you say it? E R I V O. I'm not sure. I Cynthia haven't. Ar- I'm going with Cynthia Arrivo because this is my favorite part of doing these. Is me is, reading? Oh, is, there's, there's another one coming up. I got Shersha Ronan, who I'm trying not to look at her name, so I can say Shersha Ronan. <laughs> yep. yep, that's uh, exactly right. Cynthia Arrivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Shersha Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Yeah. Um, Renee Zellweger has been winning and dropping a 
really authentic Texas accent, which everybody forgets she's, she's from Texas. Yeah, I, you know, I think Renee seems seems like the type of like Hollywood movie. You know what I mean? Like it's a movie about Judy Garland. So in a in a thing that in a category where I feel like all of the performances are at a high level, but very close. I think that they're just ultimately going to be like, oh, it's about Judy. Let's give it to her. Oh, well, the Academy Awards, old time Hollywood. It's it's Judy Garland's town, man. Yeah, right. You know, and, so and, I, I feel like that's kind of where we're at. Now, did you get one of those screeners? Did you get a Judy screener? I did not. Ugh. So we're going to have to find out like HBO or something. I think it just hit, actually. Uh, but that's that was one. I remember sending you the trailer because I know I know you're a huge Wizard of Oz fan yeah. as I am. And uh, yeah, it, she looked like it's uncanny how much in the trailer uh, Renee Zellweger looked and sounded like Judy Garland. So I'm right. really looking forward to actually checking that out. Yeah, um, yeah if it's not Renee Zellweger, I, I I don't know, man. It's it's a toss up between the other ones. Again, I think that ever I think I think it's her award to lose. I think it's yeah. I, I think everybody's close. Is basically my. My point. Got a couple minutes left. Motion picture, best picture. Ford for Ford versus Ferrari. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nineteen seventeen, and Parasite. Quickly, Eddie. Yeah, my guess is going to be that it's nineteen seventeen. Uh, that movie is just a big sprawling epic. Uh, other than that, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood makes it happen. But I want Jojo Rabbit. I know you do. Uh, but I think, yeah, I agree. 1917 is the movie to beat this year. Uh, so there you go. That's our quick wrap up of the major categories on the Academy Awards. Uh, real quick, Eddie, recommendation, just the title. Uh, bad Boys. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. We're doing it on the podcast. What yeah. you going to do when that movie show comes for you? Uh, if you need a quick 90 minutes of Get High with Matthew McConaughey, Beach Bomb would be my recommendation. Uh, thanks for joining us on that movie show sponsored by Showcase Cinemas right here on North Shore 104.9. Go to thatmovieshow.net for the archives, the podcast, and every other fun bit of that movie show that you need. Follow myself and Eddie on social media. At Mike Went at the Eddie McCabe hashtag that movie show and we will see you next week at the movies. Bye everybody. It's the Valley, Hollywood.